Welcome to SheWolf Impact. I'm Michaela, Accelerated Ascension Master and Divine Design Business Mentor. I know you are ready to jump into your millionaire timeline, attract your ideal clients and command miracles into your life experience each and every single day without any delay. Through my own personal and spiritual awakening, I have been called to help people exit the 3D matrix, awaken to their God consciousness and activate their divine DNA, as well as manifesting from 12D pure bliss consciousness, helping you create heaven here on earth so you can finally manifest everything you ever wanted like crazy. It's no coincidence we found each other. Your intuition led you here and it's right. Let's awaken the power within. Welcome to another episode on She-Wolf Impact Podcast and today I want to dig into the topic of free will and choice. But before we start, I'm gonna announce my ongoing mastermind, She-Wolf Impact Surrender Experience, where we are changing your entire life and your entire business within the next 12 months through awakened self, through consciousness that knows itself. It's that kind of consciousness where wealth is being created with ease, meaning there is no string attached like hard work or any strategy or any of that. So if what you hear on this podcast is resonating with you, chances are most likely that you are the perfect match for the ongoing mastermind of surrender experience. And if you want to look it up, you can hop over to my Instagram or Facebook and just check out link tree in the bio where you find surrender experience. All right, guys, so let's speak about free will because what I observe and what I myself used to believe for such a long time was that we humans do actually have a free will, that we do actually have a choice. Because when I started out in my business, that's all I saw other entrepreneurs doing and that's what I saw the online space speaking about. It was all about I choose to XYZ. I choose not to XYZ. However, what I figured out later on after my awakening was that none of that is true. Because if you think, for example, in your business where you decide to hire a mentor or where you decide to learn a new skill or where you decide you're going to run a program, chances are that this is not free will. Most likely it is a decision driven based on your preferences, based on your beliefs. And this is actually why some programs are successful and some aren't. Because in any case, your decision must meet your belief. So do you see how you're actually stuck in a wheel of beliefs? Because based on your belief system, this is how your 
behavior is actually playing out in life, in business, in relationship, in money, in literally every area of your life. And you cannot control this. And if I look back on my own journey, I have done cognitive behavior therapy because there they are working with drama. There they are working with beliefs and changing the behavior. However, changing a behavior or working on a drama or working on a belief system is all very, very surface level inner work. Because what you're actually doing here is you're trying to exchange one belief for another one in order to behave differently, in order to create differently. So you are still stuck in the wheel of beliefs and therefore you can never escape the healing hamster wheel, the up-level hamster wheel, a better strategy hamster wheel, a different algorithm hamster wheel, a different sales strategy hamster wheel, like you name it because it is a cycle and you are in that cycle. So if you're having a business, we are gonna start now right from the beginning. So typically humans, they go and then they set an intention. They say, okay, I wanna have 100K week or 100K month or whatever number it is. This is what the spiritual community does in the online space. They set these intentions or not only in the spiritual community, but entrepreneurship in general, they all work with intentions and goals. And then they set their minds to it in order, and this is crucial, in order to make it happen. And here is the thing, because the ego needs these goals. I have talked about it in other uh, episodes of the podcast, because you, as self, as the awakened self, you no longer need an intention, you no longer need a goal because there is nothing to achieve. When you're being in that very present moment of the now, there is nothing to be aimed for, nothing to be chased after, nothing to be reached in order to make you feel okay. And that's the whole thing about the ego. The ego makes you believe that it's always about a secondary source in order for you to feel whole, in order for you to feel safe, in order for you to feel X, Y, Z. And this does not only apply to business and money, it applies to every single area of your life. You can apply it to relationship too. How many people do you know that are saying, oh, if only I had a partner, then I would feel loved, then I would feel happy. So it's always about the emotion and the ego doesn't allow you to feel that feeling on a permanent level without that secondary source. And there is a cost to it because we humans, we have the reptile brain and it's that part of the brain that used to protect us from dying, that used to protect us from getting hurt. So every experience you ever experienced, your brain or the reptile brain labeled it. It said, okay, here you're safe and here you aren't safe. Here you feel free and here you don't feel free. 
So based on these labels in your reptile brain, your system will or will not allow in an experience, meaning. So let's say divine tries to create through you really great wealth, wealth where you don't have to work for. And then you get the intuitive hit of, for example, okay, let's meet up with person A. But then your ego or your personality kicks in and says, no, I'm not going to meet up with this person because with this person, I have a bad memory. I have a bad experience connected to this person. So I'm not going to meet this person. And the next thing you know, you're saying no to meeting up this person and therefore standing in your own way because you allowed your personal preference to take over and therefore cut off the divine flow, cutting off the divine force that is trying to create through you. And so you have made a decision based on personal preference and stopped the divine flow and therefore divine cannot finish its creation through you because your ego said no sorry i didn't feel safe with that person the last time i saw them so therefore i rather hide or i rather block this person or i rather do not meet them and since the mind does not know anything about the components that are necessary for that specific event to happen, you're constantly standing in your own way. And if you don't believe me, just look around in the online space. How many people do have opinions? An opinion is only a perception. A perception is literally only a personal preference. So everything that is an opinion is a perception is a personal preference, is ego. Or another good example, which is very, very common in the online space. Let's say you have found that mentor who you truly resonate with. And you're like, oh my gosh, I so want to work with this person. But then you see the person's fees. And then you decide you're not going to invest. You decide you're going to do it later. You decide not now. But who decided? Who did really make the decision? You think it was free will. But reality is, it wasn't free will. It was a decision based on your belief system. Especially if you have issues with money. When you have learned that money is always short, when you have learned money is unsafe, when you have learned the moment that I make money, I lose it, then you will make the decision to not invest, even though all of your heart is saying yes to it. So be very careful, not only with what you observe, but also with yourself. Just because something resonates, it doesn't mean that you, the self-you, is resonating with it. Most of the times, it's actually the ego resonating with it so it can fulfill your belief system. And if you look around in the online space, it became a huge trend to only do what feels good. However, 
the awakened self does not only do the things it loves with love, but all the things with love. And there is a huge difference because if I only do what feels good to me, chances are the ego is playing out full force. The ego is meeting my belief system and therefore I'm only gonna do what feels good rather than following the lead of the divine. And if we go back to the reptile brain, so let's say you've had a bad experience with money and then whenever it comes to investing or whenever it comes to making money, your reptile brain scans this opportunity as something that is not safe for survival. And this is why your body actually has a reaction to it. So you are starting to resist it. And when you resist it, you then move into, oh no, it doesn't feel good. I'd rather do what feels good. But what you don't know is that experience is still trapped in your cells. It's trapped in your DNA. That energy is trapped in your body. It never finished its journey through you and therefore it's stuck in there and you will keep that emotion that experience as unfinished your entire life and you will always act out on that belief so you see the ego is a little tricky because often it's very hard to distinguish is it now really me the self or is it my ego and if it's just about personal preference you can be that sure that this is the ego so whatever you choose is most likely being chosen by your personal preference which is made by the ego made by the reptile brain you cannot just say like oh good now i don't have a reptile brain anymore because it just doesn't work that way because we've all had these experiences that are stored within the reptile brain. So it constantly scans. It's like a software that is constantly scanning for malware on your system. And this is why reality is never being perceived as what it really is. But most of the time through a distorted perception. So it's like, I'm going to give you an example. It's like you were born and the day you were born, you got sunglasses. Those sunglasses have the color of blue. So you grow up wearing that sunglass with the color blue and all perceiving in blue. And this is why you most likely have no idea how reality really looks like. You have no idea that nothing is threatening about it. You have no idea that everything is safe. However, as long as you wear these sunglasses, you can never see reality as what it is. It will remain that filter of perception. So whatever experience is coming in through your senses is going to be labeled and personalized by the ego. Because also here, if we look around, everything just is. So if you look at your bank account, for example, it's simply a bank account with digital numbers on them. So it is an object. However, the ego needs to make it 
personal. And this is why you believe, oh, this is actually my bank account. This is my balance on my bank account. And through that personalization of the ego, this is how thoughts and emotions are being created. And then you think, oh, I need to work on my belief system regarding money. I need to work on my self-worth so I attract more money when money was never the cause. So an entire industry of personal development has developed in order to up-level a personality when in fact the cause has always been the personality itself, not how low or high that personality is. It's always been the personality itself. And I'm going to give you an opposite example. Let's say uh, someone is telling you about a person somewhere on planet Earth having a bank account with balance 100,000. You don't feel anything about it because it's not your bank account. You don't even relate to the person. And this is why it doesn't do anything with you. This is why you allowed that experience to come in, someone telling you about this person, but then it's moving through and out of your body without leaving any traces behind. And as you see, it's becoming now very obvious that the ego, its main task literally is attaching to something or better said, attaching you to something. Because if you look around your business, your clients, your sales, your money, your success, everything is attached to you because of the ego, because of the reptile brain. And devotion, especially divine devotion, can only happen when there is no attachment. When there is no attachment, there is no identification. When there is no identification, that experience that is meant to flow through you can flow through you. It can finish its journey through you. You won't have a problem by it allowing it in and you won't have a problem or an emotion by it leaving because every form is coming and going. It's never going to stay the way it is. However, human minds have been abused to think in the way of identification. I need more money is an identification. I want to have a 100k week is an identification. I have a seven-figure business is an identification. So every thought that you think always starts with I or contains the I. And this is the abuse of the mind because the mind was never intended to think thoughts about the I. The mind itself is brilliant because the mind itself has the ability to translate the intuition. It has the ability to analyze things. It has the ability to birth creative ideas. However, most humans abuse the mind with the thoughts of identification. 
meaning containing thoughts where the I is involved. And so you think that you are that person, that conversation in your head that is taking place where almost every sentence is containing the I. And if you watch that conversation in your head, you will find that most of the thoughts are either around the past or around the future. And because of that I conversation going on in your head, you constantly miss out on the most potent portal ever, which is the now. So if we go back to the reptile brain, it's like a big data pool, so to say, where all your experiences that were coming through you, which you picked up with your five senses, had been labeled and therefore your personal preferences had been born out of that. And so what feels good is stored in the reptile brain and what doesn't feel good is stored in the reptile brain. And today I want to go with a different topic also. So you might have been taught, oh, feel into how seven figures would feel like. If you speak with seven figure earners, they will all confirm the same. They will all tell you it's not what I imagine to be like because you think or your ego thinks, oh, if I only have that, then I will feel good. Then I will feel free. So it's always about the feeling. However, reality then is different because then you have the seven figures but then you don't feel that overexcitement anymore, at least not on a permanent level. It's only a short time fix. It's like an addiction. It's like when you just took a drug, then you're high for the moment, but it won't last. And the same goes for every experience that is connected to a positive emotion. Because as I said, the ego won't allow you to just feel peace, bliss, happiness, freedom on a permanent level without needing a secondary source because the ego itself needs to attach itself in order to feel that emotion. It cannot feel it without the secondary source. And so you go about your business, you go about your day and all of your decisions, I would say 99.9% of your decisions are based on the scan of your reptile brain. So all these experiences are moving through you. They are being picked up by your senses moving through you. And because of the labeling of the reptile brain, this is where you then, or better, your ego then makes you decide, okay, we are doing this because it feels good. Or no, we are not going to do this because it doesn't feel good. And I'm going to give you a daily life example because I just had that conversation today with someone having relationship troubles. So that person was literally moving out from the partner's apartment because she said the relationship doesn't make any sense anymore because she doesn't feel seen, she doesn't feel heard. And this is why she moved out. And I told her, listen, the partner is never the problem because yes, he's triggering something within you, but regardless of how he is acting out based on his ego, he is going to trigger something within you 
and regardless of the partner, it is your emotion. It's not his, it's yours. And this is where you then see the person hiding because the person won't allow that emotion that has been trapped in her body to end its journey, meaning moving through her body. And this is what so many people are doing by working too much in order for success. So they do not have to reintegrate their lost parts of them in order to let go of these parts of the personality because the moment when you have lost that part of you, meaning the trauma happened, the reptile brain scanned it as something dangerous, the emotion got trapped in your body, this is where the personality was birthed. The personality said, okay, my value is XYZ because I don't want to experience that emotion anymore. And so as long as you don't reintegrate those lost soul pieces of you, you cannot let go of those exact same developed personality traits. And maybe you have tried in the past, but you find yourself that the same triggers are returning at every new level. You are still playing in the cycle of the ego because no one has ever taught you how to exit the ego. And also another person asked me the question today, how can I exit the ego? And there are several ways. I spoke about it in one of my other episodes. Uh, you can actually exit it temporarily, but this is not a long-term solution because every circumstance that is still stored in your reptile brain will trigger you at any moment in time. So people always are able to hold that state of enlightenment for a few moments, but they are never able to hold it permanently. And the cause for this is the divine DNA not being activated. So yes, there are tools and modalities how you can have an enlightened state on a temporary time. But if you, and you will feel that deep within you, but if you truly or your soul truly desires to be liberated from the ego permanently, then there are only two ways. You either experience something where the ego has no strategy anymore for it. These are the enlightenment uh, experiences. The same thing that happened to me back in March. Or you find someone who activates the divine DNA within you. It's a practice, a sacred practice that have been practiced throughout all ages. And in my opinion, I would welcome so much when the new paradigm, the new earth brings forth so many more leaders that activate the divine DNA and activate the enlightenment within other people. And if you today hear of the concept, well, actually it's not a concept, it's truth. But if you're hearing about divine DNA for the very first time, I'm gonna tell you leaders of the past who you know, who have been working with exactly those activations. 
and you will know most of them. So there is Jesus, there is Mother Mary, there is Mary Magdalene, there is Isis. They all worked with divine activation. And this is why they were able to lead into a new era, to lead the golden age, because they understood that humans are created God-alike, meaning they do have the divine DNA within them, but it takes activation for it being activated. And depending on where you are at in your journey, if you say, okay, I want to take it slower and really have this a very conscious process, then the surrender experience is for you. However, if you say, you know what, I don't want to wait any longer and I want my divine DNA being activated, then my private work or a source portal might be for you. Because the difference in these two programs is in the surrender experience, we are leaning into divine devotion and we are taking literally all your trapped emotions with you so that you get a hold of what it actually means to devote to divinity in a very conscious process. The source portal is a different one because here I'm going to activate through key codes your divine DNA. So this is not anything that is happening on a conscious level, but you will start having experiences right away, meaning you will become aware of truth. You will become aware of the connectedness. You will become aware of oneness. Because of you having those experiences, you know. You simply know. There is no doubt about it for you. So if you're interested in any of these two programs, or maybe even private work, feel free to message me. You can look me up on Instagram or Facebook and I will see you soon on here with another episode. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did, as always. And I speak to you soon. If you love this episode, you are sure to love hanging out with me. So come over to my Instagram, SheWolfImpact, and continue awakening to your true self and your real power.